What's that? Polka? No. The metal. Of all the liquids that you could be three inches in, I would say blood is top three. Um, I mean, water's one, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah who yeah. hasn't been three inches in their own urine? So that's two, obviously. And then I would say blood, the blood of your enemies. If you're three inches in the blood of your enemies, uh, you've done something right. Yeah. Um, and the I you know ironically the only band that I could not see uh, uh, you know, with that liquid being a name would be water because three inches of piss is absolutely uh, like Somebody a grindcore has band. That. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's out there. Somebody <laughs> has that that band for sure, and I, and that shirt, their shirt, I bet is spot on phenomenal. You know, Speaking actually. That shirt should just be the band name, Three Inches of Piss, and then the bottom part of the shirt should just be yellow printing, like a wave, right? Yeah, yeah, that you, it just slowly <laughs> comes up. You can never, never wash it off. Uh, actually, that's a better... Uh, speaking of piss, this is, uh, of course, the onslaught. <laughs> this is the, the world, the galaxy's only heavy metal podcast out there. I'm Brian. And I'm Vargas. And we are coming to you live from the comforts of our own home. Now, this time, it is not sickness-related. It is weather-related. It's a, you know, w- this is going to become a dad cast for a minute. It, it's it's a nightmare out there. It just yeah, keeps can snowing. Can you believe this weather? Can you believe Over, it? Overnight. Overnight, it turned from rain to snow. Just like that. Just the snap of your fingers, and it uh, it went. We, we didn't even get time to mow the grass. I've got to take out the trash. This is a living That's nightmare. That's a... It sounds like a nightmare over there. Have your neighbors called the bitch yet? That your grass oh. is so tall? Oh, don't even is... get me started on Janet. <laughs> don't. Yeah, you and me both, brother. I got my own Janet. Her name's Nancy, but Christ for sale. Oh, do you need a ladder to clean out your gutters? Yeah, I know they're dirty, Nancy. Shut the fuck up or you get up there and do it. <laughs> I, oh, need a, anyway. I need a ladder to get up to your high horse so I can knock you <laughs> off of it, Nancy. Yeah, Nancy. Oh, boy. What uh, that's that's fun, you know. We should we we could have a dad cast, but I don't think we'd have our target audience the the kind we want. You know, they would be actual dads that would have hard political opinions, and uh, th- those are not fun for podcasts. Correct. We need soft political opinions, soft as can be. Got to keep them soft if you're going to come at us with your opinions. What about what what have you been up to in the in in this this? I don't want to call it a snow demic, but uh, <laughs> it's snowy out there. It's snowy out there. Um, I listened to the new Aboth track this morning. Sounds pretty ah, good. Yeah, that's a perfect fitting for the weather. Yeah. Nice I will not snowy. drop He's, the weather. Uh, I'm going to keep bringing it up. Uh huh. Yeah, definitely keep bringing up the weather and how it's snowing because that's applicable to everybody. Yeah, everybody's going through it that we know. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, the new new Both track. He's kind of as ridiculous as ever in that music video, but man, he keeps putting out good music. He sure does, and I, I love that he still leans into being just as ridiculous as he can be. Now, I texted you yesterday to listen to the new Shadow of Intent that came out this past Friday as of this recording. Did you do that? Yeah, it's good shit. Okay. Normally, when I text you, you, you disregard what I text you. No, I listen to it in the pants shower. Back. <laughs> Never sent those pants, pants back. 
listen to him in the shower. That's an interesting place to listen to Shadow of Intent. It's a long shower, too. Well, I mean, I didn't listen to the whole thing. I just listened to uh, some of the songs. I listened to one shower's worth of songs. <laughs> that makes sense. Well, and also it depends, you know, depending on if you were happy or sad when you got into the shower, those are two vastly different times. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, this was just a, you know, regular, regular old shower, call it 20, 25 minutes, you know, you take a regular shower the, you are about to derail the podcast as usual, <laughs> a regular <laughs> ass shower for you is 25 minutes long. Yeah. Like a regular shower. That's not like, Oh, I have to be somewhere. I'm taking my time. I'm washing head to toe. I got my beard going. I'm, what do you I'm mean? You got your beard going. I'm maybe coming up with, you know, my thoughts. I got my thoughts going. A regular ass shower. So if you don't have anywhere to be, let's say you wake up, you're two hours early for work. Yeah. You hop in the shower. That regular quote unquote ass shower is going to be 25 minutes long. Yeah. Like 20 minutes, 25 minutes. That's <laughs> that especially, outrageous. especially when I got, when I got something to listen to. That is outrageous. That's like a relaxing shower. That's like a, this is what I mean. That was a sad shower. Those are sad oh. showers. If you get in sad, you will definitely take a longer shower because you have to wait until the tears stop. So you can then dry off fully. No, 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 no. Sad shower is no shower because you're just in bed. <laughs> That's the shower comes from your eyes. Yeah, exactly. I man, you know what? Uh, you can tweet us at the onslaught pod. Tell us if that is just an astronomically long shower for being a regular shower. 25 minutes. <laughs> a, a, a normal workday shower. A normal workday shower is like five to eight minutes tops. You know, you do your hair, you wash your pits, you wash your, your <laughs> undercarriage. You're describing a horse bath. Yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> but you're getting fully wet. Not just I, in a sink. Yeah, but the, I specifically asked you a regular shower, not a relaxing, like, I'm going to take my time. And the words that came out of your mouth are 20 to 25 minutes. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> this is so long. That is so long. Uh, but hey, you know, I'm happy you're relaxed. <laughs> I'm happy you're happy. I'm happy it wasn't a sad shower. <laughs> oh, man. Please, somebody tell me I'm not losing my mind here. All right. What do we you're have? Losing for your mind. Moves? No, not you. Not you drowning in your own shower. You're coming out looking like a prune, Vargas. You go into the grape, you come out looking like a prune. I always look like a grape. Because <laughs> I'm round and purple. <laughs> oh, God. Do we have, uh, what do we got? What do we got? Um, This is very Vargas specific news, but uh, the Red Wings came out to the ice uh yesterday to a black dahlia murder song yeah 30 seconds of it it was not they did not use vocals which was irritating but it was uh, about 30 seconds of an intro of a black dahlia murder song really cool yeah they're from detroit uh, too, so yep on stirring seas of salted blood right a lot of blood in this episode well gotta be cool blood's it's cool the most metal liquid yeah <laughs> it, it is the most metal liquid you're correct other than mercury <laughs> Okay, yeah, but you're talking for the actual metal. Liquid well, metal. Yep. It's also a planet. I don't know, fun fact. <laughs> I don't know how many people know that. Oh, uh, Mercury is a planet. It's the closest planet to the sun. Uh, 
Kerry King spent over $3 million on a New York City apartment. How about that? Yeah, which I think I, I didn't read the article because I saw the headline and I said, I don't care. But now that you brought it up, what do you think? Yeah, is it just his like, I got to care now. I got to carry King. It's, is it just his like vacation apartment in New York? Uh, like where he goes? No, to, he's, he's like, this is his, this is his home. Um, he said he's, he's lived out on the, on the West coast, hashtag West coast, best coast. Uh, and he's moving back. I, we're taking, we're drawing a line in the sand, you know? Um, no hashtag no coast, best coast. Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah. The coast of the Missouri river is the best. Coast. That's right. It's where I dip my toes in the sand. Uh, yeah, he's been out, uh, on the West coast for 18 years and he's moving back to, back to New York. Well, okay. I'm, I'm sure three and a half million dollars in New York will get him at least the two bedroom. So good for him. <laughs> uh, place a yeah. room for him and, and uh, another room for his snakes. I think he still runs a snake breeding thing. He used to. That or maybe I'm thinking of Dime total Bag. news to me. Maybe it's Dime Bag. One of them has like a bunch of snakes. Okay. Well, it's not Dime Bag anymore. Well, yeah, obviously not anymore. But I, one of them had a bunch of snakes. I think it's Carrie King. That wouldn't surprise me. He looks like a snake guy. He looks like a guy who would have snakes. Yeah. If you didn't know who he was, he'd be like, you know, this guy not only has killed someone, he then fed them to his snakes that he has. To his snakes. Yeah. 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 He's got a lot of large snakes, not small snakes either. No, no, no. They are not. You don't. These are not the snakes that you let roam around. Isn't that, wasn't that a myth, though, if they lay in your bed? Somebody said that, like, oh, yeah, snakes are cuddly. And it's because they, you know, they proved that they lay in, in the bed and everything. But then someone was like, no, they're just seeing how how big you are to try and eat you. But then yeah, that's like a myth. If they, if they lay next to you, they're trying to, like, see if they, you can fit inside of them, which yeah. is total horse shit. Yeah, yeah. But uh, who's that guy? I think it was in a, a rice farm. He got eaten by a snake because they found his boot. The, the other farmers found the guy's boot. And they found the snake as well because the snake couldn't fucking move because it had a person inside of it. I bet. Uh, eaten by a snake. Good album name. Bad way to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But but pretty good album name. Okay. So we have two bands today. We have uh, Bewitcher, which are a relatively new band. And we have Three Inches of Blood, which are uh, is a no longer band. But they're not new. Yeah. So. They're Would you old, like to go first, friend? Um, yeah, I can go first. Um, there's not a lot of info about Bewitcher out there. because, what? because Yeah, they were only formed in 2013. Uh, yeah, all right, we'll get into it. Okay, so they formed in 2013. Um, actually, it's a studio project duo. Uh, M. Von Bewitcher and A. Magnus, guitar player, vocalist, and bassist, respectively. Um, they basically got together in, um, a Magnus's apartment and just recorded a couple of tracks. Um, over about two years, they kind of lumped them together and put out a demo. Um, in 2015 or so, they started working with drummers and started playing live shows. Um, and that resulted in ultimately three LPs. 
Satanic Panic, Wild Blasphemy, and Midnight Hunters. Um, yeah, again, in 2015, they, they wound up with a real drummer, uh, A. Hunter, and in 2016, the next year, they would record and release their self-titled debut album, uh, Bewitcher. Um, so they did some touring, uh, including international dates in Europe, before releasing Under the Witching Cross in 2019, uh, right before the world exploded, um, which was obviously bad for them, but I'll say kind of good for us because it gave them time to not tour, but they uh, worked on their third full length, uh, Curse Be Thy Kingdom. So that's almost the extent of the information that I found on Bewitcher from their website. They don't have a Wikipedia page. I read a couple of interviews um, and I did find uh, some pretty interesting uh, I- insights uh, from a Revolver interview that they did with M. Von Bewitcher. Um, M says uh, that the the band's mission statement, uh, they want to be the torchbearers of the eternally burning black flame of the devil's rock and roll. Which, I mean, they're doing a pretty good job. They're doing pretty good. Um, I I also think it's interesting. There are a lot of bands like this that don't necessarily view or call themselves metal bands. Like, Specifically, in the three or four little interviews I read with M. Von Bewitcher, he refers to his band as a rock and roll band, um, which isn't too surprising for like European bands. They typically do that, but these dudes are from Oregon, right? Yeah, but I, for me, Bewitcher is it's it almost is rock and roll with black metal vocals, just the way that they their sound is and their. Uh, a composition of music sure um and that's that's absolutely correct but when you compare them to what the rest of the world would call a rock band like let's go with foo fighters right when you compare them to foo fighters clearly bewitcher is a metal band even yeah even compare them to judas priest right yeah, I think, but you know how you and I hate, uh, we hate getting bogged down when people are like, oh yeah, that's darkened, doomy sludge metal. It's like, okay, is it, it's metal though. We can just say, yeah. So, I mean, it's sort of the same thing. It's just a uh, one branch up in that tree. It's like, yeah, it's rock. Maybe that, maybe yeah. they just, uh, hate, hate. Maybe at one point somebody tried to pigeonhole them and they were like, you know what? Fuck you. We're rock and roll. True. Yeah. On the, on the tree of life. They're on the rock and roll b- branch and not the country branch. Exactly. Sure. So there I'll you go. Allow it. <laughs> um, the <laughs> revolver dumbly asked them what the biggest challenge they had to overcome was. <laughs> uh, probably like, uh, like one time my guitar string broke, but then like this other time, uh, this like global pandemic hit. And that was like pretty rough. <laughs> that was like just, just barely tougher than the guitar string breaking. So interestingly enough, M did not mention the, the pandemic, but I think his answer is pretty interesting and it 
kind of shows why he didn't mention the pandemic. He said, the biggest challenge of being in a band is the constant changing and adapting to whatever comes at you. When you have a quote-unquote regular lifestyle, you get up, go to work, come home, whatever. Wash, rinse, repeat. Uh, uh, on tour, every day is different. When you come home, you have to figure out how to pay the bills, so you're always hustling. There's not a lot of room for any routine. So you live more with a survivalist mindset. Which, again, I think is good and promising for us Bewitcher fans. <laughs> because it sounds like this is just what he's used to. This is just par for the course. Oh, we can't tour. Okay, we're going to keep putting out albums. Yep, working at a, a steel mill or something and, and making heavy metal on the rock, sorry, rock and roll on the side. Yeah. Um, another bad question from Revolver, good answer from Envombi Witcher. Uh, the Pacific Northwest boasts notable metal alumni like Toxic Holocaust, the Melvins, the Accused, and more. How would you say Bewitcher fit into that lineage or stand apart from it? <laughs> M. Von Bewitcher's answer, which is absolutely fucking perfect. He says, I don't really think about it. We haven't been around nearly as long as those bands, so it seems silly to compare us to them in any way. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's subtly roasted Revolver. Yeah, <laughs> like, why the fuck would we compare ourselves to the Melvins when we've been around for, like, six years? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it's just, these, they're always looking for their their headlines, and, oh, Bewitcher compares themselves to Melvins by blah, blah, blah. Uh, no, yeah. you started it, Dick. <laughs> exactly. Um, so that's that's all. Um, pretty much all I have from Bewitcher. Um, I did want to mention that you can get their first two albums on Bandcamp for six dollars and sixty six cents a piece, which is fucking yeah. great. Um, and you can order "Cursed Be Thy Kingdom," their new album from last year, from Century Media's web store. So again, you can get that Bewitcher, on Bandcamp, huh? Yeah, you can get the first two on Bandcamp, but Not their the third one, first. yeah, yep. Um, Hopefully Bewitchers are around for the long haul because they're fucking great. Um, I only found them last year when they released Curse Be Thy Kingdom. But man, I really hope they make it through the pandemic. Keep putting out albums, keep touring, because as soon as they get anywhere close, uh, I will be in that crowd. Yeah, they are a lot of fun. Uh, okay, so speaking of fun... I got three inches of blood. Uh, talk about a revolving door of members. Over the course of 10 years and five albums, three inches of blood have gone through a total of 13 permanent members. Seriously? They were formed out of, yeah, 13 of them. Uh, they were formed out of the ashes of, of an unnamed broken up band. So the dudes kind of got together and realized um, that they, they liked playing music together and they were formed in 1999 in Canada with Jamie Hooper, the harsh vocalist of the band at the helm. The band recorded a demo and one of the members roommates heard the demo and suggested that they also use his friend Cam Pipes, which for the record is the best vocalist name anyone could ever have. For sure. Uh, they, they re He recommended Cam Pipes for sort of a, a new wave of British heavy metal style clean vocal. Uh, Pipes ended up recording the parts uh, over that demo that they recorded and thus was born their first EP, Sect of the White Worm. Uh, 
Uh, in 2002, they released Battle Cry Under a Winter Sun, which, in my own humble opinion, was really basically just an extended EP or demo. The songs were good, but they were pretty unpolished um, as a whole, as a lot of kind of those indie first albums are. Uh, almost like an outline for a great novel. However, they did make a big impression in the Canadian metal scene, and their UK label even put them on a tour with The Darkness, which must have been a really fun show to be at, because Hell yeah. I, I can't imagine the two the fans of the two knowing each other very much. Uh, in 2004, now under Roadrunner Records, the band released the album that I think every metalhead is familiar with, Advance and Vanquish. Uh, it featured art from the artist who who is famous for doing Vic Rattlehead um, for Megadeth. Uh, he's done some cover work for them, but uh, uh, <clears throat> Advance and Vanquish was also, or, or 2004 was also the year that Justin Hagberg, which is the name that I think a lot of Three Inches uh, of Blood fans might recognize as well, joined the band on guitars, and he would stay until the end. Two years later, the band would release their, in my opinion. Finest work, Fire Up the Blades. Produced by Joey Jordanson, R.I.P., the album was fueled by, quote-unquote, cheap beer, bong hits, and listening to black metal in the dark, according to (laughs) vocalist Jamie Hooper, Uh, which I think is a perfect way to fuel an album. Uh, The album would actually peak at 147 on the Billboard, which I think is pretty high for the kind of band that Three Inches is. Um, This would also sadly be the last album with Hooper. During a 2007 touring run, Hooper began experiencing throat issues and had to leave the band in 2008, with Hagberg then taking over harsh vocal duties. And this was a classic case the band mentioned a few times in a few interviews that um, Hooper was just screaming from his throat, which is not the way to do it as a lot of mm-hmm. fans of metal a lot of metal heads uh and metal singers know you need to scream from your stomach scream from your diaphragm uh he would do it from his throat which is part of the reason why he sounded so unique whenever he would scream uh, but you just can't keep that up for for years and years so instead of keeping the band in limbo of like oh let me rest you know a few days and then do a few shows he just thought it was best for the band that he stepped out um the band would go on to release Here Waits Thy Doom in 2009, released on Century Media. Uh, although, the band, uh, although the band had no forming members for this album, it still has some very good songs on it. However, I believe from a production quality standpoint, it is not their finest work. And Vargas, I know you uh, have a big issue with this album just as far as production goes. Um, it sounds very muddy and, and just not clear, and the instruments sound flat. Yeah, it's totally... Not totally. I want to. I mean, it's a professional album, but it's not. It's not nearly as polished as it should be. It was not as polished as the previous two albums, nor the one after it, uh, which Correct. in 2012 was "Long Live Heavy Metal." Uh, this album is really, really good, and I feel like it is not on a lot of people's radar because not only of Hooper leaving, uh, but the the disappointment, unfortunately, that was "Here Waits Thy Doom." Um, I think I think people fans of this band, if you like the first uh, Earth two albums, two and three, Advance and Vanquish, and uh, uh, oh god, now fire up the blades. Sorry, I kept wanting to say through the horn gate, which is just the intro track. Uh, but fire up the blades. If you like those two albums, Long Live Heavy Metal is going to be right up your alley. You need to check it out immediately. Um, this is also the only album to feature all the members from the previous album, which. 
for releasing five albums and only having two albums to have consistent members is pretty, it just shows you that three inches of blood has always sort of been, I don't know. I don't want to, they're not cursed obviously, but they just, they just had a lot to overcome. Um, they had a rough go of it. They had a rough go of it. Couple fun facts. They, of course, uh, that was their last album back in 2012. Um, I think they disbanded in 2013, you know, officially, but uh, I would not mind a reunion if they decided that they wanted to record some some new music because they have a lot of talent, a lot of uh, a good songwriting ability, and I would definitely pick up a reunion album or just a reformation album. Um, did you know, Vargas, that Justin Hagberg and Cam Pipes were in All Father together? Which is a I did not a very strict black metal band from production to uh, execution, um, and then another fun fact I got this kind of leads into their revolving door of of members. In 2007, their drummer got fired for starting a fist fight with the drummer from Saxon. Wow, yeah, and I think as a young upstart metal band, starting a fist fight with one of the founding members of of a certain sound in britain is not the way to win fans probably not and also like how old i mean saxon is established to say the least yes. good how good old phrase. was that guy that he's fighting i mean <laughs> yeah in his 20s i don't know it's something but immediately they fired him released an uh an apology statement they were like god damn it can you imagine if like we were in a band and one of our members <laughs> Went and started a fist fight with Kirk. No, we, 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 I can't. What the fuck are you doing? You are definitely out of this band. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that is three inches of blood. Yeah, I I think this band. If if you're talking about three inches of blood, the 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 only thing you need to talk about. There's more to talk about, but the only thing you need to talk about is Deadly Sinners. If yes. If you're a metalhead and you don't like Deadly Sinners, you can go fuck yourself. You can absolutely go fuck yourself. And of course, Deadly Sinners. So Deadly Sinners was uh, the track on Advance and Vanquish that I think opened the door to a lot of people because Roadrunner went on a uh, on a fucking PR campaign for this band, and they put it. They got it in. I think it was in Tony Hawk's Underground. It was in Brutal Legend, and it was in some some other video game. So, like people that were not in the metal scene that just played video games, even would hear this song, and it became super super popular among metalheads for sure. So, yeah, if you were one of the few people that like metal and do not like this song, get your ears checked, and then get your ears fucked because yeah, something is wrong with them. I mean, it is it is truly like one of the all time great heavy metal tracks like it goes up there with anything iron maiden made slayer megadeth metallica it is absolutely on that list of all-time great songs yeah i agree if someone said make a track with 10 10 songs that that embody heavy metal it would be it would it would be like the third pick right it's it's on it's on that list for sure so yeah so let us know what, what you think of, of Deadly Sinners, unless you disagree with us, and then we will berate you. Uh, you can email us at uh, podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at the Onslaught Pod, And that is, of course, how you vote as well. Every uh, Tuesday, we'll have a playlist up for you. 
And then when this episode comes out on Wednesday, uh, go to one of those social media places to vote. Um, also, lastly, a little uh, special special announcement that we'll start plugging here for about the next month or so. Uh, as you know, we are part of Debates on Tap. We are two-thirds of Debates on Tap, which is the comedy-focused podcast we have uh, with our friend Brendan. Uh, and that podcast is is hosting a charity event for a nonprofit here in Kansas City called Hope House. It's a domestic violence shelter, and they do a lot of good work uh, in the community. And we are hosting that uh, Sunday, March 6th at 1 p.m. up at Cinderblock Brewery. I don't know if if you're not familiar with it, great little brewery up uh, just north of the river. Um, so we are going to be there playing Mario Golf against a few other podcasts for the right for the name rights of our social media platforms. Yeah, it's a so, charity uh, golf event, so feel free to yeah. swing on by in your favorite oh golf attire. <laughs> swing on by. I really like, uh, really like that. Have a have a beer or four. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 four. Yep. Like oh, like four. Like four. there it is. There like it four. Is. There it is. That joke was a real hole in one. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that'll be that'll be a lot of fun again. That's Sunday, March sixth. So you, if you are in the Kansas City area, there will be uh, you know there's uh, prizes you can win. We got a few sponsorships. Um, so that'll be a lot of fun. I say prizes you can win. What I mean is you can donate to when you donate to Hope House. We put your name in a bucket. At the end of the event, we pull your name from a bucket, and there's you can. Pull a prize. Uh, there's a bunch of things. There's we've got up down as sponsors. We've got uh, Hope Clothing, of course, is giving away some clothes. So uh, stay tuned, and, and it'll be a lot of fun. And if nothing else, just come have a beer and hang out with us for a while. We're also doing uh, a version of a live podcast during the event as well. So it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, come find us and tell us a little birdie told you to come and say hello. That's now. Now you're getting it. birdie. Now you're birdie joke. Guy. Yeah. No, 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 it was good. Yeah. I uh, I don't want to make a stroke joke, so I yeah. won't. Nice. <laughs> but uh, that is it from us. We hope you enjoyed it, and we will see you next time. Never forget, your favorite band sucks.